Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome everybody into the show. This is the Reality Fantasy Football Podcast. If you're looking for a fantasy football podcast, this is the one that you were looking for. We appreciate you being here. Please follow us on Twitter at RealityFFP. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. And uh, we're into week two. We're actually past week two. What a week it was. That over there is Rob. How are you, my friend? I'm good, but I, oh man. Oh, I think I just, my knee. Yeah, you're hurt. I did. Oh, ACL. Yeah, you're hurt. ACL's yeah. gone. ACL. Uh, seems to be what's. Oh. I just went to adjust my chair. Oh, Ryan, no. we're, we're good without him. We're good. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Put him on that down there. You've already heard him, but that's Jordan right there. Hey, how's it going, guys? How, how, good. How are you? Good, good. Robert, you knees? okay? My knees. I don't know, man. I, I, get, I might get my dog and my wife to cart me off the uh, off the field here. Everybody's hammy's okay as well? <laughs> oh, that always hurts. No, my hammy always. Yeah, yeah. It's tight. Too much running. No. Hey, week but week two was insane, guys. There are so many injuries that happen to not just, man, not even lesser known guys. This is like all of the big guys. First round picks from just two weeks ago. And again, we're reminded why fantasy football changes from week to week and you have to adjust. You cannot win a league, especially this year, it seems, just from having a good draft. Nope. Nope. Unless you drafted what did you guys uh, think? Jerk McKinnon in the first round. <laughs> that would have been a great pick. <laughs> no, it's it's crazy. It's absolutely weird. All of the like MT, we're talking Michael Thomas. We're talking about uh, Barkley, CMC. Adams was hurt, banged up. Julio was hurt, banged up. So many good, good, good running backs and wide receivers. Core of the team. Out. It's nuts. Like you're saying, like it just it just shows like... It doesn't matter how well you draft with the NFL. Things are nuts. Like the one guy in our main league, poor fella, Mr. Mikey, peace and love, brother. Uh, Barkley. Has anyone checked in on him? Thomas were his first two picks. And boy, did his team look awesome at draft night. You know, he was feeling good. Two solid number ones. Yeah. And then just fantasy football will bring you to your knees. So I don't know how Mikey's doing. I hope you're I hope, hope you're surviving out there. But the the one the one kind of thing that can make us all feel better when we have these big injuries is that there is so many of them. We're all getting hit. Every everybody's got them. I mean, I don't know if there's one team that made it through last week without at least someone significant getting hurt off their team. So that's the only condolence maybe you can have is that hey. This is going to happen to all of us and has and keep fighting and use those fab bucks and those waiver pickups wisely. Make come up with some smart trades. Try to maybe parlay one big guy into some more depth if you need it. I don't know, but uh, keep fighting because it's a long season. Maybe just, you know, the, the fact it happened early in the year is maybe a good thing. So you still have some big waiver wire guys to pick up. This week's going to be a big waiver wire week, man. So- that's what, That's what's always the greatest thing about your um big star that you drafted in the first round or second round getting hurt in the first or second week is you're thinking i'm glad it got done (laughs) early in the year i don't i don't think that 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 means he's going to be hurt all year so everyone who has to like 
move and shake and do something like that, you gotta you gotta be able to to take maybe your I will assets. say I'm trying to make Mike feel better, Jordan. Oh I will say I, I would rather it be, you know uh no, I'm not even gonna no, say that. No, you can't because it's 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 a silly. I was argument. gonna say I would rather him be out for the season than you can just cut him and get someone else, but man, a guy like Barkley, you want you want the just the hope that he might be back at some point right. in the season. Or he's still a good keeper for next year. Yeah. So just yeah, give him away. If you're in a keeper league, it's it's no, it, it definitely blows. I mean I was thinking and, more because like if it's a guy that like Michael Thomas is gonna be back, right? Yeah. Um yeah. CMC is gonna be back. Yeah, but the, the the big blow Barkley was the big blow. Like that's oh, or that's CMC the, is gonna be back. But you if if you're if normally when you get CMC, you're picking in the first round. Like you're picking the first pick of the first round. Mm-hmm. So you're you're flip you're around. Is, yeah. So trouble. Whatever. Like it happens to uh, every every team in the league. But them saying that's good. I don't think he's going to be healthy all year. So say they rush him back. Say they uh, try to try to make up for him and find new. It's just well, getting CMC is a high ankle sprain again too. Oh, they're so all got, ACL or high ankle sprain. I, I and look what happens when high ankle look sprain. what happens when you do rush a guy back. Cortland Sutton tried to come back, tried to power through it, and he ends up Ugh, tearing his knee else. to shreds. Yeah, like man, that was crazy with Barkley. Man, I was watching that game, and I saw him take that massive spill where he like I don't know if you guys saw it. He like kind of fell backward on his arm. Weird. He like landed and like hyperextend was hyperextend hyperextended holy i'm having like a freaking stroke here uh hyperextended his uh elbow i thought and he was hurt from that and so i like oh man barkley's hurt like his elbow's buggered and then i flipped to another game and then i flipped back he's being carted off the field i'm like what the hell just happened like the that can't be from the elbow and then of course the replay is like holy like he was just he cursed socks poor guy he should have stayed off the field with a bad elbow. So you, I, you are not a doctor. You're looking at his elbow while his ankle is like <laughs> twisted in eighty-five. Like, doctor ever. Get him off the cart. He can walk. It's just his elbow. His- <laughs> <laughs> this is overkill. He's boy. good. He's good. He's good. Um, I know there's COVID, but and- walk. <laughs> so I think the the biggest thing going into this week, waiver wire and all that we've talked about, is um, how. How do you overspend on these backups if you know that they're coming back and they're not or they're not coming back? Like Barkley, are you do, doing anything with Lewis or anyone? Like what what are you doing as far as I was, I was actually thinking about this exact thing, George, when I was looking at all these injuries that happened this week. Now normally, so we use Fab, and if your league doesn't use Fab, find your commissioner and tear his ACL because he should be playing fab. It's the only way to do waivers. So any other year, usually week one is the massive fab blow week. Everyone just fabs out on everyone. All the big, the big guys go maybe week two, it trickles into that. But usually by week three, most guys have spent most of their fab. I think this year you need to be very conservative with your fab because man, these injuries, we got COVID it it could be every week there's two or three big guys you want to spend money on. So we might want to be conservative. There's a couple of guys in our league like Gus who are always conservative. It might pay off for him because I think it might be a year-long thing where every week there's going to be someone you really want and covet. So 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious how week two Fab's going to go if people tone it down a little bit or not. I think that's a good reminder. Yeah, for sure. I just was was thinking more like, thanks. For, that was a good answer. But that, I was thinking more like, so are you picking up like uh, New York Giants backup? Are you picking up like and who Davis? Is we can. We that's can what I'm saying. Sure, they detail. they yeah. are. But how much are you spending? Was my point. I know, but they're the New York Giants. Who is it? That's is terrible. Gallman is Gallman going to be the guy? Lewis got a. He got, got more touchdown. play, right? Yeah. So, or who's that? Is it Gallman? Yeah. So what? What I'm saying is that just because like been- you have a great offense with Saquon Bar- or Saquon Barkley, or even with like huge these huge names, are you going back? Did you say because you have a great offense with Saquon Barkley? I did say that, but I mean that it's, it's he's, <laughs> like he is theory. your offense. In principle. Yeah, that's that would what be, I mean. That would be <laughs> my thing. If, if Saquon couldn't get going behind that offense, how good is Goldman or Lewis or if they signed Devonta Freeman, how good are these guys going to be in New York? Like that that's team looks so disgusting. They also, yeah. they also lost Sterling Shepard, did they not? A yes, turf toe, did. I think. And, and Which, turf toe, that, that was Devonta Adams last year, right? Screwed him for most of the year so yeah he could be in so trouble that offense is not something that i'm excited about no. but i am excited about davis in carolina i think that he's gonna that slide like, like th- that's what i'm saying is when when you have like if you're driving in a car and you're and, and you know where you're going right and then you, the first thing you do is look at a map then you see how it gets there in the best way there now I lost my thought because I was thinking about the color of a car. <laughs> I, was, I was just waiting for it, George. No, I'm just waiting saying that it. if the offense is going that way because you're in a good, you don't just hop in the next thing and expect it to get you there. Right. That is okay. exactly. Okay. No, so you're okay. you're driving a Porsche and then your Porsche breaks down. You just you don't just jump, jump in the next Volkswagon Porsche. that's coming along. Yeah. So and is that Volkswagen going to get there as fast? Is that so that's saying? what I'm saying with the offenses that have been hurt. With Barkley, who was key to that, I'm not. I did say it was good offense, but it's not a good. Barkley was the offense, so he's gone. So you don't just go it was supposed running to be anyway, yeah. and pick so, up the next thing. I know what you're saying. So now you got Davis, who I think is going to be good while CMC is out because he looked good in the passing game mm-hmm. for Carolina once CMC went out. But unless you're the CMC owner. I guess if you're desperate, and a lot of teams are going to be desperate for wins early with all these injuries, maybe you do drop the fab. Maybe I'm wrong. But I I was thinking, like, unless you're the CMC owner, I'm not putting a lot of money on Davis. But maybe if, hey, if you can get a four-week, six-week run out of Yeah, then you slot that guy right back into the the office. My feeling on on CMC, like, you've got a new coach, a rebuild year there. I don't think they're going to rush him back. Like McCaffrey is the future of that offense. I don't think they're going to rush him back and try and re-injure anything or have a setback. They're going to let him heal, especially he, Matt rule has said he likes Mike Davis. I think he could be good for five, six weeks. Yeah. And I think that get that, then it's worth worth spending some fab on. And the way that the Carolina defense is, they're going to need to score points. So the CMC injury to me isn't, necessarily like a huge um uptick on davis i think he'll 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 be good i think he'll just slide into a nice flex but it's more about uh dj Moore. like see how good dj Moore turned out once he got like he was he was getting peppered um robbie anderson 
Like I think the wide receivers with CMC out, that's I think where where Carolina benefits. I agree with that. They're going to be a hot play. CMC, DJ Moore, or sorry, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Those guys are they should be in your out lineup every week. DJ Moore is a wide receiver too. Robbie is a very nice flex wide receiver three if you're in that format. Because, like you say, they're going to be they're going to be down. They're going to be down going into the throw. They don't have CMC. Yeah, and I like Bridgewater. I think Bridgewater is going to be even because he he can run, like or he'll check down to. to DJ Moore, Samuel, Curtis Samuel. Like, I think that whole, because, because where CMC was so efficient in things, they're going to have to tone it back and get other guys to be able to figure stuff out. So that Carolina offense, even though, because their defense isn't very good. It's going to be, do you think there's any chance, um, that Curtis Samuel picks up some running back duties? Maybe, but they used him a couple of times this last week. What does that mean though? Are you going to like, like in what league would you ever play Curtis? It would have to be a deep league. It would have to be a deep league, but something to watch out for. Might be something to keep an eye on. Yeah. There's a lot of running back uh, vacancy there. Another backfield that's very interesting because they always produce running backs that are fantasy relevant is the San Francisco 49ers. That's the one. And Coleman's hurt. He's probably done. And And he didn't look good anyway. I think Coleman's done. Mostert looks like the freaking steal of the draft. So he far. looks like he's, Hussein Bolt of like the set the record for fastest time. That's all he does. Like, he has one high, cut and gone. Like twenty five miles an hour or something like that. Like this guy's insane, and we all slept on him. We were talking about him in the off season, and then he had that little contract dispute, and it's like we all jumped off the train. Like yeah, he said he wanted silly. to be traded because they he wanted uh, to be traded. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. whole kind of fantasy football community kind of jumped off. I feel the the Mostert bandwagon, and he's proven us all wrong. He is awesome, but is a hamstring he pulled or no a, a sprained MCL? Another another knee injury. So a, a a sprained MCL, but it's not as bad supposedly. But you're talking a speed guy. So Jarek McKinnon who came to San Francisco with tons of hype for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He was going to be the guy, struggled through a couple of years of injuries. He looked damn good, Jordy. What would you think? Oh, man, he was insane. He he just impressive with his speed. That's mm-hmm. he 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 just it didn't look he la- like he lacked anything from where we remember him in Minnesota. Yeah. It, it was just like one cut, boom, done. And no one Does could he... catch him. No. And he, Does he not he look looked... he looks like a Shanahan guy, like almost like a Mostert clone. I, yeah, I think they're regretting that uh, Coleman. Like, I don't understand where he fits into the whole equation. Because just just to update, sorry, it's an MCL sprain, and MCL he's already sp- been ru- is he out already out for week three? He's been ruled out for week three. Wow! So we got most. So McKinnon's going to be huge. So there's McKinnon's another guy. Yeah, but McKinnon isn't is, isn't a big back. Like he's not a huge back. We have Garoppolo out. So that's true. That that offense could struggle. What about Jeff Wilson as well? I think that's that's the guy who's going to come in and step up. I think because he has a little bit of. He's both. done it in the past, right? He's a yep. big boy. He's yep. come in, been that goal line back. So could could Jeff Wilson be the Kittle uh, out? Maybe Kittle out. Well, maybe like, Wilson gets more of the running work and the goal lines, and the McKinnon comes in as that third down back. Yeah, but they like McKinnon. He scored like two touchdowns the last two games. Man, so, San Francisco lost some key players on defense guy. too. Like they, that they, team has been decimated. They could be in some. 
high flying games too, right? To play yeah. catch up. So, and in that scenario, I like McKinnon over Jeff Wilson way more. If they're if they're Give playing catch up, McKinnon exactly. But again, Mostert's coming back. It's not a serious injury. So how much are we paying for right like two weeks of an RB flex? But I think Maybe. that McKinnon showed value even when they were all there. Like I he did, so he did. He has a role in that is, offense. It's going to probably grow now that that everyone's a little bit in. Uh, in again, this is room. why these guys that have lost big players do have some hope because the guys that lost Barkley and CMC, you jump on Davis, you jump on McKinnon, even if it gets you three weeks, four weeks of a decent RB play, you take every win you can get. You just keep fighting like this early in the year. You can't give up on the season, like. No. There are some options out here, and I think McKinnon would be a great one for somebody, especially like the Barkley owner. Jump on McKinnon, get what you can out of that guy, or Davis for that matter. But What happens if this, this amount of injury <laughs> keeps happening week after week? Then we'll all like, Do we have any starters <laughs> left by the end of the season? It's going to be very interesting. Why? Why? Why is it like... I don't think it's because there's no preseason. I don't think that it's because they haven't been practicing. If anything, they've been practicing more, and it's more of a physical training camp. It's not about playing football. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's more about working out and twisting. And ter- like, so, to me, they've probably never been so prepared as ever going into this year because stretching and, like, you're all... I don't think any of that is the same as playing football, though. I think... Yeah, but so injuries not- happen. I think these injuries would have happened yeah. then, no matter what. So everyone's saying, oh, maybe it's because of the short season or because they didn't. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I you think, think it's just to- a you complete it- fluke. Yeah. Coincidence. So just whatever. Or coincidence, yeah. Because I, th- I don't think that NFL players have ever been in better shape going into this season than they were before because they didn't have to go against preseason. They didn't have to play half uh, a half. They didn't have to play a quarter. Oh, I see what you're saying. I was going to say, I can't, I don't think I can agree with that, but I see what you're saying. They're in fresh. They're not, they're fresh. Yeah. They're not, uh, they're not battled. No, they haven't done. They, all they've done is stretch. Like as far as maybe mental preparedness. But I think, I think those things make the body tougher though, too. Being in those, I don't know. I, I can see both sides because Jordy's saying, yeah, like you, normally your pads on training, beating each other up, your own team, taking hits, and then preseason taking more hits. So you're beating yourself up. So these guys are coming into this to this season banged in up. Theor- in theory, this season, they're as fit as a fiddle, right? They've, they haven't taken a shot. Mm-hmm. So they should be, but these injuries—they're—they're they're ACLs. There's a lot of ACLs and and soft tissue injuries, which have nothing to do with contact. That's and hamstrings and yeah. hams, right? All those the soft tissues, the ACLs. These are these are injuries that are happening because of quick movements and bursts and cuts. So maybe because there hasn't been so much activity, maybe your joints and tendons and and muscles. There's, I don't know. Everybody's arguing different sides of it. To me, it seems like a crazy coincidence that this year there's just so many of these injuries so early. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Whatever. I just hope it. If if they start to dwindle, maybe we'll know, right? But like, what we'd be two weeks. We'd be halfway through preseason normally. Would you rather go on a walk or go through like a half day? pounding like obstacle course 
So if you're going, like you don't, if you're going through a walk, you're going through all stretches, all motions. You know, you do. I'm saying mental preparedness or mental prepare. Yeah, they're not ready, but as physical, they should be in the best shape of their life. They haven't done they, that as as far as pro- productivity goes. Week four, week two. Like if you've lost two games, or I, this is still their beginning of the season. Yeah. So. As far as that kind of side goes, but physically they should be ready to go. They've never stretched so much. They never wor- worked out so much. They've never. I and think and to to kind of like support your point, I think the football's been awesome. Yeah, like these guys do look good. Like offenses in general, like this past week, crazy fantasy scores. Like the offenses look great. Like the explosive players look awesome. We were just talking about Mostert setting a miles per hour record for a player like yes these guys do look good but i'm wondering if there is something to the lack of i don't know like we think about it like what you're saying jordy we're talking about it as normal human beings but these are freak athletes that maybe some of the banging and 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 physical activity <laughs> of, of preseason, <laughs> they have been in a bubble. That's okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop right now. I'm done. I'm done. Next uh, next point. For whatever reason, I hope the injuries stop. Though I hope we can get through week three with as few injuries That's as the possible. Bottom line. Because it's, let's hope that it's like, gonna get real there. ugly in the fantasy world. Obviously, you you care about the real players getting injured too, but yes. in the fantasy world, if those injuries keep piling up, man, it's going to get real tough. Can I throw something fast. in here quickly? Absolutely. This Good. is why I think it's important to have a tandem in backfield. I think out more than ever, ever, it has been more apparent this year with the Cleveland Browns using Chubb and Hunt all, like everyone who's been hurt, you're you're scrambling for a backup. You look at Baltimore, you know you've got you've got Ingram, you got Dobbins, you got even Edwards this week. You look at all these teams who have like tandem running backs who they swap in, swap out. That is, I think that's going to be the new the new uh, the new way that the NFL looks at running backs. And as a fantasy, you know, owner or the fantasy player that we are. It sucks, but that's why they do it. Even look at uh, um, the Chargers with Eckler and and um, oh, what's his name? Josh Kelly. 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 You know what, dude? I was thinking about this exact same point. I was driving around today because because I I manage uh, Eckler and and Chubb on my teams, mm-hmm. and it's been kind of frustrating. Just like ah, oh, they're not the workhorse, but I think we talked about this earlier. Like I think this might be. the the new way things are going and it might be a good thing. And that's why I started to reason myself at first. I was like, ah, oh, man, like Eckler just looks so much better than Kelly. I wonder why Lance Lynn didn't use him more. But then I started thinking, Hey, maybe, maybe he's onto something. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's like, Hey, let's keep these guys fresh. Why, why run somebody in the ground? Like CMC, man, you're talking about a guy that is not huge and he has taken so much pounding over the years. Boom. He goes down. Berkeley continues on a crappy offense to get hammered, 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 ball handed to him. And I think so. so why so not maybe, like sign like a Devonte Freeman earlier on in the year, right? Why not mix like things that? up or or uh, Miller and just get him in there so that you can have like, and as a, a nice, nice. And as a fantasy tandem. manager, maybe these are the guys we're going to start targeting as the ones that yeah. aren't the workhorses because 
maybe Eckler yeah. and Kelly and Chubb and Hunt, those type of guys are going to last in this crazy season where guys are dropping like flies. Maybe the backfield by committee are the ones you want. And it's just, think, I, I, I got to say, I think this is the first time I've ever heard fantasy players pushing for running back by committee. Yeah, because you don't want to invest. Even even um, uh, Chase Edmonds, Kenny and Drake, like the less they Great play, point, Jordy. the less they play, the more production you get out of them. So they don't need 30 touches. They need, look at Frank Gore or look at Le- Le'Veon Bell or any, like anyone on a bad team. You need to be healthy when you touch the ball. When, and, and fresh. Fresh. Fresh, look at healthy. La- look at last Thursday night. Chubb and Hunt, both mid-20s fantasy points and half-point PPR. And what did Mixon do? Yeah. Not that much. Not yeah. one of them. <laughs> I yeah, mean, no. and same thing Same thing with uh, Chargers, with Eckler and Kelly. Both of them had great games. So I think as, as a fantasy manager, we always think, oh, yeah, he had 15 points, but if he had had all the carries, he would have got 20. Maybe not. Yep. Maybe not because they're coming in fresh. Like you got Kareem Hunt coming in the fourth quarter as fresh as a daisy and he's mm-hmm. bowling over these tired defensive lines. Yep. Maybe, hey, maybe coaches in the NFL are smarter than we are. <laughs> maybe they know what they're doing. The only place that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, uh, 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 doesn't make sense is the New England Patriots because they don't need a running back. They have they they don't need a running back. They, they don't already need, have they have the combo. they've got one of the best in the league. Yeah. He's a freak though. He's a freak. Although, were you not were you not impressed by his showing last or uh, on Sunday night? Like, I was impressed by his 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 lack of nothing uh, packing it in. You know what I mean? Like he showed perseverance yeah that's the word perseverance he showed like because at one point in that game i thought oh this game's over like seattle has this game and cam just did not give up like cam showed serious heart which is awesome and when that man is locked and loaded he's a freak of nature yeah but and he, he was slinging the ball and how about to. how about julian edelman second game with cam has a career game how many yeah. ten years with with Tom Brady never did that? Second game, Cam Newton. So all those people, including myself, who was a little worried about Edelman coming into this year, that worry's gone. Like Edelman is awesome, and Cam's obviously going to target him. He's going to be a great fantasy player, and and then Cam's just. I think Cam is back, baby. Like he's he's twenty fifteen Cam. He's how many rushing touchdowns? He had four rushing touchdowns in the first two games. So that's he's going to score thirty-two rushing touchdowns. Man, I I want to say he had three on Sunday and two in game one. Game one and just off the top of my head, two. I thought it was two and two, but I could no be. no. It could be. I think it's I don't know. Oh, because he threw that one a- to that. A- uh, anyway, it's he's. But again, like you're not you're not like Sony Michelle. I thought okay, here's a chance for Sony Michelle. To prove he's he can get it done, and man, I was a big Sony Michelle hyper before the season started. That he's just not good. He's not good. No. Oh well, Cam Newton's their goal line back too. Yeah, but couldn't punch it in against the old Seahawks. So... It brings up a question. Maybe maybe it's a discussion for another time though. But like, how many quarterbacks were scoring forty points this week? Quarterbacks are scoring so many points. Can we leave that for I, another I, time? Yeah. 
Because I, I do no, think it's. I don't care. We can talk about it now. I think it's. I think it's. Um, it brings up the discussion of whether to to play two quarterbacks in your league because there's so many guys that are scoring. What do you mean? Lots two? of points. You mean roster two? Ro- yeah, in your starting lineups. Oh, man, that's a, that's a whole another. Say display. that again. He's saying oh, super like flex, think, so you can play oh, to two go to a super flex. Yes, that would have been a that, that's, more precise way of saying it. Okay. Yeah. That's a different subject completely. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting, but there's some good quarterbacks this year, man. And all this the is, top scoring teams had those big have those big scoring quarterbacks on your team. It's making a big difference on on your team too because they are lighting it up. Like when you get forty plus points from your quarterback, man, it makes life easy. Sure does. Hey, uh, <laughs> good point. <laughs> awesome. That's good. Uh, I'm, like, I don't, I'm not going to argue that. It's good. Perfect. No, no, it's very Jordan. Hey, if you uh, score lots of points, you win in fantasy. You, yeah. If your quarterback puts up 40 points or more, you're happy. Yes. Or your Aaron, or your Aaron Jones. Oh my hey, goodness. Hey, man, did we miss that? Well, what were we thinking? Oh my goodness. Bunch of Aaron idiots. Jones. Bunch of idiots. He was the number two running back last year, guys. And we all let him slip and slip and slide. And every, not just us, everybody. Like Aaron Jones, it is Aaron Jones' backfield. And, and I don't even, uh, did Dylan even get a carry? In Everyone the fourth was all quarter worried. when the game was out of hand, yeah. Dylan got And I hand. think that's why they left um, Devontae Adams out. The game was out it, of hand. It's it Detroit. Detroit's awful. Yeah, Detroit, oh. Like we were saying last year, the crap teams, once again, are crap. Yeah. <laughs> last year we said that or last week <laughs> did i say last year <laughs> no everybody drink <laughs> have a shot <laughs> hey have we called any running backs wide receivers today i don't think so nope hey this week we're gonna start doing a boomer bus guy mm. all right are you guys ready to give your boomer bus guys boomer bus for week week three week number three boom or bus all right who would who would like boom to start or with, bust some, or with a boom and a bust one of each mm. okay what whatever you guys feel comfortable with. Okay, I'll give my boom first. Oh, sure. Uh, you always talk- go first. Okay, you go first, Jordan. No, I'm saying you always boom first. Oh, 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 oh. come on, dude. <laughs> okay, my boom. <laughs> I'm gonna boom first. <laughs> we talked about him earlier. We got Kev- uh, uh, Tevin Coleman out. <laughs> we got Roheem Mustard out. Jarek McKinnon is going to have a massive week. Can you two control yourself, please? I'm trying to be professional here. Ro- Roheem Mustard. What did I say? Mustard? Mustard? No. Mustard. No. Anyway, put Jarek McKinnon in your lineup. First of all, go pick him up on waivers. Put Jarek McKinnon in. He's playing against the Giants. The Giants are just an abomination of a NFL team. He's going to run all over them. They don't have a lot going on. They've got so many injuries. There's going to be a lot of little dump downs to McKinnon. He's got the speed. He's a, he, he's going to get it done. Jordan, control yourself. All right. Jordan, do you have a, do you have a boom or are you? Boom on me, Jordan. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with like a tandem. I think the boom this week is Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Those guys have, oh, wow. have okay. shown a little against the rules, but okay. How's that a boom? Why? Why? He double no, boomed. I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> double boom. Boom, boom, chow. <laughs> Multiple boomer. Yeah. Um, I just think that the tandem, they're going to be in 
insane. I think that uh, they they've shown better camaraderie than Watson and Hopkins ever did. Atlanta or um sorry Arizona is just their whole offense is crazy and and Hopkins and him just seem to be on the same page. Like every time he zigs, boom done. Zags, boom done. Like I, I like Hopkins and I like Murray. I think that uh, the whole Arizona offense is going to light it up. But if I had to narrow it down, That's I'd awesome. be those two. Sweet. My boom for uh, week three is going to be Ryan Tannehill. This guy is not even rostered in a lot of leagues, not even on a team. All he's done since he became the starter in Tennessee is be a fantasy superstar. Yeah. He goes out, he puts up 37 points this week. Finally, he was against Jacksonville. It was an easy matchup, but he took advantage of it. Week one was not so easy, and he still scored a decent amount of points. Jacksonville's better than people think. He's going he's going up against Minnesota this week, and their defense doesn't scare me. I think Ryan Tannehill is uh he's gonna have a good good week this week. What about Bus, Rob? Love that one. Bus CEH this week going up against Baltimore. Uh, he looked awesome week one, came down to earth week two, and I think week three against Baltimore, CEH, I think the shine's going to come off him a little bit. I, I'm not saying you, you don't want him still season long. I still think he's going to be great. But this week, CEH, he's, he's not going to perform as even an RB2 this week. He's going to be more... If he gets the double digits, I'd be happy. I hate to hear it, but ooh, can't disagree. Jordy, um, boss for this week. I'm going to stay in the same game. I'm going to go Tyreek Hill. I just don't think he ha- he has the speed. I think Baltimore is going to respect the they have the, the respect the run game. Sorry, and they have enough talent on the back to be able to carry Tyreek Hill. Uh, I just see a lot a big game from Kelsey. I think Mahomes not, is not going to disappoint i don't think the kansas city offense is going to disappoint i just think that tyreek hill is not going to be able to go off the top and do what he does to you know the two catches for one hundred and seventy-five thousand yards this week i think it's just going to be um under 10 points this year so or this game this week so everyone is off of the chiefs i i get it i get it my bus for week three is stefan diggs here's a guy through two weeks, he's caught eight passes week one, eight passes week two. He's been a stud. He's gone against the Jets and the Dolphins. Mm. It's a huge wake-up call. They're going, they're playing the Rams this week. Whether he gets the top cornerback, I'm not sure. But I think it's going to be a wake-up call for Stefan Diggs, and uh, he's my bust for week three. Right. Do you, are you down on um, Josh Allen? I, I'm not because he has the floor of his rushing, right, rushing skills. Game. So it's yeah. just dig strictly. Huh. Yeah. It's a good point. I don't mind that. If you want to throw John Brown in there, I'm happy. I think the passing game is going to struggle. I'm on board with that one too. He was another guy I was considering for my bust was, was Stefan Diggs. Chargers in, in week one, they shut down Dallas pretty well. Uh, I mean, Cooper, uh, yeah, Cooper had Cooper 10. No, oh, just Cooper. Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper had 10 yeah. catches for 80 yards. But it didn't really do it. They really neutralized the wide receivers in week one. And then in week two as well, they they shut them down. So, um, yeah, Chargers – sorry, not Chargers. The Rams will be tough against the wide receivers. So that's that's a good bust there, right? 
Even though Absolutely. I love myself some Stefan Diggs. Okay, well, that's going to do it, guys. That's the end of the show. We appreciate everyone for listening and subscribing and all that good stuff. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Jordan. My pleasure. We will see everybody next Wednesday. See you, boys. Bye-bye.